I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode is brought to you by OKX. OKX is one of the biggest and most trusted cryptocurrency exchanges in the world. Jumpstart your cryptocurrency journey with OKX. It's simple and easy to get started. Everyone can register an account and start investing in crypto in minutes. OKX is helping Filipinos get on board this once-in-a-lifetime investment opportunity in cryptocurrency. Sign up now using the link in the description so you can get 5% off on transaction fees. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hey, Grateful Ones, before we start, find yourself in a comfortable space and take three deep breaths. I know it's been tough for all of us, so let's take this time to feel whatever you're feeling as you take a deep breath in, take in love, kindness, joy, and gratitude. And as you exhale, let go of any pain, anger, regret, or discomfort you're feeling right now. Welcome to After 30 with Gara Erigel, a 30-something reminding you to take deep breaths and live with gratitude as we talk love, life, fear, relationships, career, sex, food, money, good books, and how life is so much different and oddly the same after 30. I post new episodes every Thursday. Follow at After 30 with Gara Erigel on Instagram and Facebook to stay updated. Welcome to another episode of After 30 with Cara Erigel. We are live once again for another awesome recording. I'm so excited to have our special guest with us tonight because we're talking about something that I've, yeah, and I know a lot of people have been getting in on it. Um, I'm late Because <laughs> I honestly, honestly, I know nothing about this. My husband has tried to dabble into it a little bit. I know a few friends who are doing it. Every time they talk to me about it, I understand nothing. There's so many terms and jargons that I'm just like, eh, what's mining? What's what's Bitcoin? What's that? Wala, wala ako alam dyan, guys. But we have a um, someone who knows everything about it, obviously, tonight here with us on the show. And he's going to answer a lot of our questions, a lot of the important questions before you should actually get into it if you know nothing about it, too. And even if you're already in on it, you might get some tips from this guy, all right? So tonight we have a special guest, uh, the Senior Marketing Manager of OKX. Everybody, please welcome Chris Tan. Hi, Chris. Hey, Kara. Hi, everyone. Thanks for inviting me here. It's really exciting. Thank you so much for making time and thank you for being here. I'm, I'm like I said so many times since we started talking a while ago, I'm so excited to ask you these questions because I've also been, I've been wanting to get on it, but um, I've been scared most of us really are naman scared of things we're unfamiliar with mm-hmm. right and and to me it feels like as a taurus <laughs> things have to be tangible for me i feel like mm-hmm. and this is uh, far from that right mm-hmm. um so okay let's answer the uh let's let's answer this uh of course 
first important question. What is cryptocurrency? So cryptocurrency is basically um, digital money that lives on the internet and that's protected by cryptography. So that's basically what cryptocurrency is. It's digital money. But the main trait of cryptocurrency is that it lives on a blockchain and it's not hackable because it is cryptographically protected. So many words there that you said. I'm I sure know, you explained sorry. it really, really well, but I, you know, all these terms. Okay. What, what does crypto mean and why is it called cryptocurrency? So crypto means cr it's cryptography. It's a way to create um, like a cryptographic, um, create a cryptographic file to protect uh, the file itself. So it's basically encoding a file where uh, it you can't hack it. So that's basically mm, what crypto crypto okay. means that exactly that you can't hack it. Okay, what is a blockchain? So a blockchain is um, a way to be able to create your files where it's one block connected to another block connected to another block. So every transaction is connected block to block to block. That's why it's a blockchain on one chain. Mm -hmm. So the reason that you use blockchain in in currency or in money is so that nobody can just hack one block. They have to hack the entire chain to be able to change any information. Because if you just hack one item, uh, it will invalidate itself because it's not connected to the entire chain. So to be able to hack it, you need the entire chain from the start all the way to the end hacked, which, which is very difficult. But it can happen, but it's difficult. Uh, it's, uh, it's impossible. It's impossible. Okay. That's it's a, impossible. That's like, important thing. <laughs> put it this way. Um, I'll, I'll give you an, 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 an idea of why um, cryptocurrency is the way it is compared to what we have now. What we have today is a centralized system of everything. Uh, just think about it this way. The bank has its server, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you hack the server, you can get the money. Yeah, which has happened in the past, right? Right. Yeah. Everything in the in the internet right now is centralized. Um, our government is centralized. You have a, a server where there's all the information. Um, all the governments all over the world. Um, all our systems, every websites, Facebook, Google, they're all centralized into servers, right? And if you mm -hmm. hack that server, you can get the information because there's only one Everything. server. Yeah. Yeah. In cryptocurrency, it's very different. It's decentralized, meaning that there's not one server. The information lies on thousands to hundreds of thousands to millions of servers all over the world, that same information. So if somebody is going to hack it, they would have to hack all 1 million servers all at the same time to be able to change the information and to steal the information. And that's why it cannot be hacked. And that's the biggest difference. And that's why they call it Web3 because Web2 is everything is centralized. Web3, we're decentralizing everything. Does that make sense or is it too much jargon? It's it's a lot of jargons, but I'm 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 trying I'm slowly getting a little bit of it. I guess we'll, we'll you know we'll know more about it as we go on. But okay, so bottom line, what I got from that is it's much safer than your your traditional um banks where you keep most of your money, right? Yep. Actually, yeah. Um uh, let me try to also let me let me add this. Um the reason cryptocurrency was created was it was trying to solve a problem that we have right now. And I'll tell you what's the problem that we have right now. Okay. Your money, your, how much of your money is in the bank? 
<laughs> all of, if all of it we, all of our money is not all of it yeah maybe about 90 95 i mean the money in your wallet is not all your money right most of your money right. is in the bank right yeah now do you make money off your money in the bank no no who makes money off your money the bank the bank isn't that strange it's your money it's our money it's in the bank and they make money off our money and yet we're charged all these transaction fees. We're charged 12 bucks to check our balance on the ATM machine. We want right. to send money to somebody, we're charged 25 pesos. It's ridiculous. Right. Why is it that the banks are still charging us when they're already making a lot of money from our money? And that's a big problem. Cryptocurrency changes all of that because now we hold our money and we make money off our money. We take the bank out of the equation. Now it's going to be one-to-one, peer-to-peer, person to person, no more banks. So every transaction, whether it's sending you money, lending you money, making interest, everything goes from me to you and no more intermediary. That's one problem that cryptocurrency solves. That all sounds so good to me, right? And I'm sure as it does for everyone who's listening to us right now, but why do you think are most people still afraid of getting in on it and you know don't even wanna touch it like myself, I'm guilty? Right. So maybe I should ask you that question. Why are you not touching it? And why, why are you so afraid of it? Or what do you, why haven't you delved in? What's stopping you? Because it's new and it's something I don't understand. I'm not as techie. Um, it feels like a lot of work only because um, from what I know of it, I am, I'm the one who, who takes control of everything as opposed to just leaving my money in the bank. And I feel like they're mm -hmm. taking care of my money there. Right. So, so, so th that's interesting, right? We have this false sense of security by leaving our money in the bank that mm -hmm. it's safe. But in reality, actually, it's not safe because did you know that the bank reserve, meaning the amount of money that they're supposed to have in case people want to withdraw their money is probably less than 10% of what the actual deposits are. So if everyone went to the bank and decided to withdraw <laughs> the money all at the same time, they won't have the money. And that's right. and it's happened in the past that there oh, was a they call it a bank run. Oh, in the Philippines, this happened several times where the people ran to the bank all the same time saying, Can we withdraw our money? And the bank goes, We don't have your money. Oh no. Yeah. And the bank only insures you up to a hundred thousand pesos of your money. Or baka, they might have increased it now to five hundred thousand. But I from what I recall, it was a hundred thousand. Imagine yeah, that. If you have more money than that. The bank will not can't give you back more than that. They'll just give you whatever they're required to give you, the minimum. So that's why it's not secure. And because it's in a bank server, one server, anytime a hacker decides they're going to come in and mess with that, you're done. So that's what cryptocurrency solves. Uh, someone from Facebook, Clint DeRocca, says that's the reason why banks hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's actually right. Banks right now are trying to stop cryptocurrency from adopting all over the world because they are seeing people take their money out of the bank and start putting it in cryptocurrency because people are starting to wake up, open their eyes and realize that my money is not working for me in the bank. They're making money off my money. Now, people are starting to want to take control of their money. That's one problem it solves. You know what the other one is? What is that? Okay. Uh, governments don't know how to take care of our money. As you, I don't know if you're aware of this, inflation is happening all over the world. 
And a good example of hyperinflation that's happening when a government doesn't know how to take care of the money of the country is countries like uh, Venezuela. In Venezuela, there's hyperinflation where their money went from, let's say, um, your money was worth $100 would only be worth $1 in less than a year. That happened recently in Lebanon where their money depreciated by 95%. In other words, if you had a million, if you were saving up all your money, all your hard work, you had a million dollars. In a year. In a year, it was worth only less than $10,000. Can you imagine that? That must be frustrating. You, because of your government and how, how corrupt they are and how incompetent they are, suddenly all the hard work is gone. All your assets are gone. Cryptocurrency solves that problem as well. Because in okay. cryptocurrency, it doesn't devalue. Your money is not debased by the government. In the US, there's a problem right now. I don't know if you know this. They printed 20% of the total money supply, the US dollars. In the last year alone, 20% more. What do you think is going to happen to the economy of the United States? Prices right now are going up in the United mm-hmm. States. Everything is skyrocketing because of that. And that's the problem. Ooh, it's getting interesting. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, cryptocurrency is like, it's hindi lang pala siya, like, again, for, for noobs like me or people who aren't familiar with it. In my head, it's like, you know, because I hear these terms, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, Ethereum. I feel like it's one whole thing, but it's not. about currency, it's like money. It's it's currency. Well, we have different currencies. So how many cryptocurrencies are there? Oh, there are there are thousands of cryptocurrencies. So for me, um, for the people listening, if it's your first time to hear this, my recommendation is is to just invest in Bitcoin. Because Bitcoin is the first one, right? Yeah, it's the first one. It's the first successful cryptocurrency. And I'll tell you guys why I recommend Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency that is completely unique to all other cryptocurrencies because of several factors. Number one, uh, Bitcoin, there is no head office. There's no company. There's no 1-800 number. There's no hotline to call if you have a problem. There's no head office. There's no receptionist. There's nobody to talk to. Bitcoin lives purely online. And it's almost like a natural digital resource. And that's the beauty of Bitcoin. And because there is no uh, office or there's no person to, to go after, it makes it difficult. Actually, it's impossible to stop Bitcoin. And that's why Bitcoin is an amazing technology and an amazing digital resource. There's no way to stop it. Okay. And that may actually, yeah. Marion, some people are asking over on Facebook, it's not hackable. No, really? It's not hackable. Is that true? Absolutely. It's not. Think about it. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, if a hacker was going to try to hack the Bitcoin network, right? Just Let's just talk about Bitcoin. They would have to hack all the servers all over the world, all at the same time. And then they would have to hack not just one piece of the, the, the cryptographic puzzle. They would have to hack all of the chain, the entire blockchain. They can't hack one item because if they change the data on this one item, it doesn't connect to the next one and the next one. It breaks the chain. So it'll be, uh, it, it, it won't be validated and it'll be thrown out and they'll still stick with the original chain. So those two factors make it unhackable because a hacker would probably think, what's easier to hack, one server or a million servers? 
I'll go with the one server. <laughs> right? They're like, right. why am I going to make my life harder? I'll just go with the server. That's why it's <laughs> exactly. not hackable. Yep. Mm, okay. So now that we've got, I'm sure, a lot of people hooked, myself included, how do you buy or invest in cryptocurrency? So to buy cryptocurrency, you have to convert your fiat currency, which is in this case, pesos, mm-hmm. and you convert it to cryptocurrency. So you have to create, a, um, you have to be able to convert it from fiat to crypto. To do that, what you do is you um, you can go through different uh, wallets or exchanges like OKX, where you will buy a cryptocurrency from somebody who already has it. You'll pay them in pesos, and then they'll send you the cryptocurrency. That's how you get into crypto. So it's as simple as that. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So, okay. Mm, Simply put, what are the pros and cons? Of investing in cryptocurrency. Let's start. <laughs> let's let's start with the cons. Para dun tayo oh, sa nice. pros again. That, that's okay, such a hard cons. question. The cons. <laughs> what are the cons of cryptocurrency? Be honest with me. I'm sure there. Are, you know, if we're gonna, if we're talking about it really now, no. Um, I'm sure there's at least one or two. Okay. Uh, uh the the con I can imagine is that it's so hard to understand for a lot of people because it's such a new technology. That is the one con that I can think of because um, I'll tell you how I got into cryptocurrency so you can understand why I can't think of a con aside from that. It's hard to understand. Yeah. yeah. When my friend told me first about Bitcoin, I, I have this thing called a contradiction bias. You know what a confirmation bias is? No, what's a confirmation Conf- bias? Confirmation bias is when you believe in something, you will research and create questions and answers that confirm your bias. Ah, uh, because you believe in it. Uh, yeah, and you, that's like, the fact right, that you stick to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So everything, all the data you're going to look for is to confirm your belief. You're right. not looking for answers. You're right. looking to confirm your bias. Right. I have what you call a contradiction bias. What I do is if I believe in something, I'll actually watch and learn about the opposite. So when I first heard about Bitcoin, I was like, this is interesting. I'm going to find out if this is a scam, if this is not, va- if this has no value, if this is useless, if, um, if this is um, going to go to zero, uh, all of that. So I researched on all of this. At the end of my research, you know what I discovered? The exact opposite. And I went all in because of that. Hi, this is Mirza Sison. Got lots of goals and dreams but are phased by obstacles? Join me as I help you unpack the tools you need to navigate through life's sometimes bumpy roads. Listen to my podcast called You Can Do This. You Can Do This. Available in all major podcast platforms. Wow. And I literally mean all in. Like literal. I have no money in the bank. Are you serious? Yeah, I only have money in the bank so that I can pay my bills. So I convert right. it when I need it oh, just wow. to pay my bills. That's it. Yeah. It, oh, it doesn't make crazy. sense eh, to keep my money in, in pesos or in any fiat currency because it's the, the I, I don't know if you're aware of this. Um, in 1997, the peso was only 22 or 23 pesos to the dollar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Today, it's at 50 pesos yeah. to the dollar. That's what I mean by your money is getting devalued. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you had a million pesos that time. Right. That was that, that look at how much that was worth. And then suddenly in one day, it was worth only half. That's yeah, painful. If, if your so Lola was saving yeah. money for you for my apo, by the time that your apo is gonna use it, malit na lang yung value. Wala na. 
Yeah, but if you leave it in a Bitcoin, it grows every single year. How much does it grow? Bitcoin. And you can ask Google this, by the way. For everyone watching, you guys can actually do this. You can ask Google, what is the best performing asset over the last decade? The answer, you will, you, you'll, you'll be shocked. It is Bitcoin. Because Bitcoin, year on year, on average, has done 200% growth every year on average. Meaning if you put 100,000 in 10 years, oh, it'll, per year, it'll grow to, from 100, it'll be 300. From 300, it'll be 900. From 900, it'll be 2,700. Oh, 270,000. It grows by that much every year, 200% on average. Is that, okay, is that um consistent though? Like, for example, again, for people who are just um getting in on this, number one, super important is exactly what you did, to do their research first, right? Um, Major, major research before going all in, like what what, what yep. Chris did. Um. But like, is it vol how volatile is it? Is it stable? Oh, is it going to re keep right. rising up or does right. it go, you know? Yeah. So volatility is one of the traits of cryptocurrency right now because it's such a young industry. And when people talk about volatility, they look at it like a bad thing. But what I'll tell you is this. Um, yes, Bitcoin is volatile. But if you zoom out to the big graph, it's volatile, but it's upwards. It's volatile going upwards compared to fiat currency the pesos the dollar and everything else it's stable downward yeah, so yeah, if you prefer yeah. a, a, a st steady downward movement or a volatile upward movement i take the upward volatile any day of the week <laughs> okay um someone's asking over on facebook please uh, uh, danilo refugio uh please ask him about pi uh pie is useless pie is uh, honestly it's it's don't, don't even bother i mean people are asking people to sign up for pie but there's nobody's paying for it there's no value in it they try they're trying to be a cryptocurrency but they have no traits of a cryptocurrency uh it, oh it's, it's a new thing huh it's a new thing no it's been around uh but it's just it's just nothing just don't even bother with that like <laughs> Don't yeah, even. it's okay. not worth discussing. Yeah, don't, don't. Like, for anyone getting into it, trust me, you're not going anywhere with it. If you're serious <laughs> about cryptocurrency, you put your money where your mouth is. That's what I recommend. Really okay. invest. You know, you don't make money out of no, no money. There has to be money to make money. Right. Okay. So, I'm, okay, I've, um... I remember, <laughs> I remember dating someone a few years ago, and this was a we were out like drinking at like three in the morning. Are you from charismatic <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, Alexa, I got you. Okay. Oh, Nikai is here. Nikai, my producer, is in. Hi, Nikai. Okay, she's okay. there in the background. Just Alexa, okay. Um, I'm gonna have to stop saying your name. All right. Um, what's this? Okay, so I was dating someone a few uh, a few years ago, and we were out drinking at like three in the morning. And he was just like, "Wait a minute!" And he goes on his phone, and and he starts he talks about trading. He's like, "Oh, I, oh, it, it's because it's, it's it's I'm on U.S. time and whatever, and I'm trading." And I'm like, "Okay, like for a good twenty minutes, he was just there." And I was like, "So okay, so I'm gonna see you next week, right?" I'm like, "Pass." <laughs> you, you you made me wait for twenty minutes so you can you can go on freaking. Bitcoin and trade. Okay, so what is that? Why did he have to go on it at four in the morning? And how do you how do you make your money grow? Or how do you even make money on crypto? 
Okay, so um, to begin with, there are uh, two types of uh, people on cryptocurrency. We have traders and we have holders. Now, I would recommend for everyone to not be a trader and just be a holder, meaning put your money in Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies and just leave it there. And that is the best strategy. And I'll tell you, that's what I do. I just put my money in Bitcoin and I keep buying Bitcoin at whatever price and I just leave it there. And I'll give you a good example of somebody that is a friend of mine who did that. In 2015, She, I remember I was talking to her about cryptocurrency and she was like, you know, I was telling her about another cryptocurrency called Ethereum. And mm. as I was talking about it, she was like, I think I've heard of that. And I said, really? She goes, yeah. I go, why don't you check? So she checks her account. She finds she had Ethereum. And I go, well, send me the screenshot. So she sends me a screenshot. I saw it. I was like, hmm. I go, um, when did you buy this? She goes, about 2016. I go, hmm, okay. She goes, why? How much is it now? All right. She paid $1,000 or 50,000 pesos, invested it in 2016 in Ethereum, okay? okay. And she just, she was her first paycheck. She was so excited. She was like, okay, I'm going to either buy an iPhone or I'm going to put it in Ethereum. My friends are telling me about this thing called Ethereum. I'll put it in Ethereum. Forgot about it. Wow. Fast forward to March 2020. I said to her, are you sitting down? She goes, yep. I go, okay. Your 50,000 pesos is now worth 2.3 million pesos. So she nearly fell off her seat. What? Now, oh, yeah. Okay, right. what would you do if I said that to you? <laughs> You'd be like, withdraw oh, the money. Take all my money, yeah, and put yeah. it there. So I said to her, do not withdraw your money. She goes, why not? I go, it's still going to go up. She goes, are you serious? From 50,000 to 2.3 million? I go, hell, don't, don't touch it. If you want, take out the 50,000, but don't touch it. She goes, okay, I'll, I'll believe you. I won't touch it. That was March 2020. Uh-huh. By March 2021, she, she was checking this already. Her 50,000 pesos that grew to 2.3 million by March 2021 was worth 30 million pesos. And so she said, oh, my God, I'm going to sell it. I go, no, don't touch it. I am telling no, you, don't touch yet. it. Because from what? 30 million, that's still mm. going to grow to at least 100 million pesos. And this is something you can foresee. This is something. Yeah, I help. Oh, absolutely. For a lot of reasons. I'm telling you, when I say this, I say it with that much confidence. And it's not even a question of belief. I really talk like I'm speaking in hindsight already. I feel like I've already seen this in 2025. And I'm just back to year 2021. And I'm excited to get as much of my money into crypto because I already know where it's going. And it's a fact. This is not a matter of belief or my truth. This is a fact. Bitcoin and Ethereum are going to be worth a lot more than where it's at today. And I already made my predictions. I made my prediction back in 2019. I told people what it's going to be worth in 2020. My friends, 99% of them didn't believe me. And what I said came true. And everyone's like, holy cow. You know, it's it's fantastic. So right now we're on track to hitting a hundred thousand dollars per Bitcoin. Holy it's at, it's at 50 right now. It's at fifty thousand per Bitcoin, by the way. Fifty thousand dollars. Yep. And it's on track to become a hundred thousand dollars per Bitcoin. I'm expecting it to happen before the end of the year. Actually, I think by September. Sakto when the new iPhones <laughs> with the new yeah, Apple yeah. <laughs> 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 
No, but okay. So I, I'm hearing all these wonderful things. Like I am floored. I, I, after this, I'm definitely gonna invest in it. I ask you first a few more things. So I'm sure some tips before I do that and do my research. But okay, so these are wonderful. You know, uh, your friend who went from five uh, fifty thousand to two point five to thirty million. But are there? Do you know some people, or are there people who have lost money? In oh yeah, absolutely. You know, you know how you lose money. You buy when it's going up, and then as soon as it's dropping, you sell because you're panicking. That's how you lose money. Okay, okay. But but I'll I'll tell you like what she did. She bought, and it went it went up already, and after it went up, it collapsed back down. But she didn't touch it. If she had sold it, she wouldn't she she wouldn't have made money. Probably lost money. Probably lost her fifty thousand. But she just kept it. And that's why she was. It was worth where it is today, because like anything that's new, it is volatile. I'll give you a good example of another thing that's another company that's volatile. Amazon. If you look at Amazon stock price, it is all over the place, from one dollar to hundred dollars, back to two dollars, back to two hundred, all the way back to one dollar again. It went back to three hundred, and went back down to hundred. You know, it just that's volatile. But where is it today? Amazon, I think it's at about three thousand dollars today. That also goes the same for Facebook. That goes for Apple as well. When people thought it was going to go bankrupt, but people mm -hmm. bought. And where is it today? It's the same thing. Volatility is what helps any asset grow. I love that. I'm going to make that an audiogram. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so how much? Okay. Again, for people who are, because I'm, I'm, I'm speaking as someone who, you know, uh, now knows a little from nothing 20 minutes ago to now knows a little about cryptocurrency. How much money, if we are just starting and haven't done as much research as you have, how much money is the safe money uh, to invest? How much should we invest in, in crypto? Yeah, yeah. You know, when you talk about how much you invest, it really depends on the person and how much your appetite is uh, in terms of investing and risk. Um, maybe for you, 5000 is small. Maybe for the, some of the people listening, 5000 is big. The question you have to ask yourself is, what is your investment goal? What is your objective? Uh, what do you want to happen? Are you just, you want some money to grow and that's it? Or are you really investing for the long term? If you're investing for the long term so you can secure your future, well, then you have to do it not just a one-time investment, but a consistent investment. Whether it's a thousand pesos a month that you place, but just keep doing it steadily for five years, do it. And on the fifth year, trust me on this one, you're gonna look at the money you have and you're gonna be floored. You're gonna be you're gonna be blown away when you see it. So that's the key to when you say, how much should I invest? This is not a one-time. You can make it a one-time investment like my friend did. She got lucky. She put it there. She just closed her eyes. And then now she has 30 million. And it's going to be 100 million soon. And up to 104. I mean, this thing is just going to keep growing for her. It's just insane, right? Yeah. So that's, that's what I would recommend. It's just to keep investing and putting money in. Uh, depends on what your appetite is for investment and risk. But I would recommend if you want to quantify it, 10% of your income goes to investments. And in this case, put it in cryptocurrency. But if you're making under 20,000 pesos, I understand you have expenses and they'll take up most of the 20,000. Then make it 5%, like 1,000 pesos a month. As long as you put something because that will grow. Because if you put it in the bank, it's just going to sleep. It's not going to do anything. Right. About cover all your bases, just like with any other investment, right? yep. that, that you feel like that's been around forever. 
Ito kasi nakatakot nga, I guess, for most people because they don't understand it. But then again, if yep. you've covered all your bases, you've saved up uh, for your emergency fund and whatnot, and you have a little bit of extra, instead of buying a new iPhone like what your friend did, di ba? Right. Maybe put it in, in something that'll potentially grow. And just keep doing your research. Yeah. Diba? Well, here's the beauty of Bitcoin. Uh, and right now, Bitcoin's at the point where your research is not required for Bitcoin to make money. Bitcoin's going to make money whether you do it or not, whether you understand it or not. Mm-hmm. Your understanding of Bitcoin is not a prerequisite for Bitcoin to become where it's going to be and to grow how it's going to grow. Bitcoin will be worth $1 million per Bitcoin, whether you believe it or not. It doesn't make a difference. So what I'm trying to say is, even if you don't understand it, you can invest in Bitcoin safely. I consider Bitcoin a very safe investment. Bitcoin and Ethereum, that's it. All the others, do your research. Don't put your money in any other crypto like Pi or any other thing without first researching it and understanding it. But for Bitcoin and Ethereum, even if you don't understand it, put your money in. It's like using the internet. Do you understand how the internet works, Kara? Uh, definitely not as well as you do. Please explain. Right. I don't understand how the internet works either. <laughs> okay, okay, I don't okay. know how they do it, but we use it, right? Yeah. Exactly with right, Bitcoin right. and Ethereum and everything else. We don't understand it completely, Fully. but uh-huh. we will end up using it. And that's that's why it doesn't require our understanding for us to get into it. It's the same. We are at the, the time when, in the 90s, when the internet was booming, well, was growing, and all these inter the internet boom was happening. Wouldn't you have loved to have been able to invest in that time? You'd be a multimillionaire now, right? Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. Guess what? We have that chance today with cryptocurrency because cryptocurrency is web 3.0. This is the evolution of the internet. It's happening right now. We're at the ground floor. We have a chance to now take a piece of our wealth here and grow it. Now the question is. Are you going to be afraid because you're not studying this or looking at it? Or are you just going to be like, yep, I see there's something here. I don't understand it completely, but I'm going to be a part of this growth. You've mm-hmm. got a chance. How do you, okay, ito, again, a lot of people uh, will ask this question. No? Like we, we we read all these, we have freaking, um, uh, you know, rich dad, poor dad, and, and all these finance books. You read a hundred finance books and why are you still not rich? <laughs> why are we all not rich? And at the end of the day, it's really, it all boils down to diba, your relationship with money, diba, how you see money, how you yep. spend money, how you take care of it, how you make it, how you save it. Um, if you were to talk to someone um, who asks you, now, how do you get rich um, through crypto, what would be your answer? Well, you get rich with crypto because uh, your asset grows. And that's the most important thing is allowing your asset to grow higher than the inflation rate. So if your asset is growing 200% every year, you'd better believe you're going to be wealthy with cryptocurrency. And that's the beauty of Bitcoin is that it's been growing at a rate of 200% a year. So that's how you do it. You make your asset grow, number one. Number two, you make your money work for you. You make your assets work for you. This is called passive income. So Mm -hmm. for the people listening today that have, um, have regular jobs and they don't have passive income, that's why you save up 10% of your income and put it in an investment that will grow in value and eventually will be able to yield passive income. So that one day, the passive income that you're earning is going to be bigger than your income. And it comes to that point where you can now not have a job and now your money is working for you and now you can do the things that you've always wanted to do. 
That's how you invest. That's how you have to look at it. Need help on your shopping decisions? I'm here to help you shop smart so you'll just add to cart. I'm Yas Neri Soyao. Listen to Before You Buy, a working girl's guide to shopping. I love that. I love that. Thank you very much for that. Okay. <laughs> and 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 we felt we felt that so much especially last year, right? Yeah. Because because people who invested and people who made their money work for them still had money and still kept, you know, themselves afloat because they lost their jobs. Yeah. And 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 a lot of us did definitely feel that last year and still now during the pandemic, we're still right smack in the middle of the pandemic, right? How did the pandemic affect crypto? Did it at all? And is it smart to invest in crypto right smack in the middle of a pandemic? You know, uh, first of all, uh, actually the pandemic, I think, helped crypto, not hurt it. Because um, what happened was people were looking for a safe haven. And mm-hmm. uh, because of that, that's why the crypto prices kept going up during this pandemic. It didn't. The stock market was down in cryptocurrency because we don't have regulation. There's nobody trying to control the market. It just moves on its own, and it's dictated by by, by the market. And in this case, it was growing. I think because of the pandemic, partly. And number one, number two, especially in the Philippines, there's a phenomenon that happened last uh, this just this year. Uh-huh. It was called Axie Infinity. Axie Infinity. Yeah, it's a cryptocurrency game. That it's a DeFi game where people play and they earn money. They were they're actually infinity gamers are earning about 30 to 50,000 pesos a month playing online. Playing they're what? earning crypto this game with the axie pets and they're doing battles and everything, and then they okay. earn cryptocurrency from it, and then they exchange it for pesos. They make 30 to 50,000 pesos a month because of Axie Infinity. Can you imagine that? So uh, so yes, it's a great time to invest in cryptocurrency. And yes, cryptocurrency during this pandemic is an amazing opportunity for a lot of people. I know mga 18-year-olds, college students that are earning about 30,000 pesos because of Axie Infinity. That is the power of cryptocurrency. It's changing the way we, we live, the way we play, the way we earn. Oh my God, I'm so excited. It's so scary because everything sounds so good. You know, you know how you know how we yeah. most of us think that way, right? It's too good to be true. I know. It's, it's usually like that. But yeah. I mean, it, you have the numbers, you're living proof. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what, Kara, you're right. Um, when I got into uh, cryptocurrency, I used to invest in the stock market. I pulled all my money out of the stock market and I moved it to crypto. I swear, I swear to God, when I saw the the growth of my my assets in crypto. You're right. It is unbelievable. Until today, I'm still in disbelief. And I still am like, holy cow. <laughs> wow. I but let me let me let me give you an idea. Um if you were to invest your money in the bank with the bank, how much interest would you get? Point something. <laughs> right. Point five. Uh, time deposit, two percent, maybe less tax of one point five in a year, right? One point five percent a year. What if I told you in crypto? We were getting 12% a year, up to 20% a year. That's good, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's small. I'm invested in a yield farm. It's called a yield farm mm-hmm. where my money earns me 600% a year. Excuse me? Yep. 600%? Yep. I am not kidding you. 600% a year. And that's what I'm trying to say. When I first saw it, I was like, 
the heck is this? 600% a year. This is insane. And I, I actually invested in it. And I would see it coming in. I'm like, wow, this is interesting. Oh my and God. I'm like, okay, I like this. <laughs> and that's how I realized that the bank all this time for the last 50 to 70 years was screwing everyone <laughs> over with the consent and the, you know, with the consent of the government and the government is an accomplice in this. Yep. Mm-hmm. To screw everyone over so that they can enrich themselves and leave everyone with no money. And that's 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 done. It's over. Mm-hmm. Now we know better. And that's what cryptocurrency has done, taken off the blinders. And now we understand that, wait a minute, kaya pala ngayaman ng mga bankers. <laughs> if you think about it, bankers yeah. are very rich, right? Yeah. 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 Because they're making money off our money. But now with cryptocurrency, the money they're making, now you're going to make it. There's no more middleman. Take them out. They're useless. We don't need them. Now we're going to make the money they're making off our money. We take control back. Yeah. And that's what cryptocurrency does. It is a revolution. Wow. It's so empowering. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I, have to, I have to say that cryptocurrency was created in 2009. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was created by a group called the Cypherpunks. The Cypherpunks mm-hmm. are this group of hackers that were really upset with the governments because of how the government uh, corrupts our money and debases our money. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the trigger or the final straw was in 2008. Uh, it was the mortgage crisis in the United States. If you don't know about it, you can watch the movie The Big Short. It's a yeah. great movie. It's a fun movie that explains how the bankers screwed everyone over and they got away with even getting hundreds of millions of dollars of bonuses at the expense of all the taxpayers. That was the final straw. And in 2009, Bitcoin was created and released onto the world. Oh, my God. That's it, it was the big FU to, to governments. Bitcoin was the big FU to governments and to banks. We're taking control, guys. It is a revolution. <laughs> Take control of your hard-earned money. But we've been working hard and working hard, and we've been thought to get up the ladder and just keep working hard. And now let's make our money work for us. Yep. Right? Yep. As it should. As it should. I agree. Okay. So who should invest in cryptocurrency, Christian? Everyone should invest in cryptocurrency. It's like it's like asking who should go on the internet. Everyone should be on the internet, right? Right. I mean, think about it. Banking system as we know it is the analog of currency and of the finance. That's the analog financial system. Crypto is the digital financial system. Much like the cassette tape was the analog version. And then it became a CD. And after the CD, now we have Spotify. It's like before there was blockbuster movies. You rent a VHS tape. Now there's Netflix. This is the Netflix of cryptocurrency, of the financial system. Right. All right. This is the Netflix of the financial system. And we've taken on all these other new things, right? And what and we as we should with this one as well, with cryptocurrency. Yeah. Right? We've embraced yep. everything else. Yep. Why is and so and the people that, that really resist are gonna be left behind. And I feel bad. To be honest with you, the reason I do these uh the, I love in getting getting invited to these talks because I really I'm trying to, for lack of a better word, evangelize people mm-hmm. to the reality of money and what's happening with our money and to the life-changing value 
of cryptocurrency. And honestly, if everyone can get into crypto, especially the Filipinos out there that desperately need money, trust me on this one. Put your money in cryptocurrency. Uh, in, in particular, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I always say Bitcoin because the bit, uh -huh. Bitcoin is the one I can tell you, no matter what happens, it's going to go up. Sure, no matter what. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking for I have my last couple of questions for you, Chris. Thank you so much for Oh, my God. I learned so much from you. Um, uh, I'm, I'm speaking as a, as a newly married woman <laughs> who's now planning to have a family and all this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about all these things. You know, I'm uh, insurance and whatnot. My money. Where's my money going to go when I do pass? Because we all will at one point, right? Uh, how are my children going to um, get the money that I saved up for them? How does this work with cryptocurrency, for example? Yeah, the, the beauty of cryptocurrencies, you can literally pass on the, the Bitcoin to them or the Ethereum. You can literally inherit, they can inherit it. And that's the great thing about it. And to inherit it, all they need is your key phrase, your 16-word key phrase. Whoever has that key phrase has access to your cryptocurrency. Nobody else has access to it. No bank, no server, no company. You're the only one with access to it. And that's the beauty of it is that uh, I actually, we, we tell people, uh, owning Bitcoin is like buying a land in Forbes Park in the 1950s when it was worth peanuts, when everything was just grass area and farmland. That's like buying Bitcoin today. And right. don't even sell your Bitcoin. Just earn from it. Earn passive income from it. And then when the time comes, have your kids uh, inherit it. Great. I think you should even buy for your kids now and name it, on, put it under their name and their account. Leave it with them. And by the time they hit 18, trust me, whatever you put today will be worth probably 100 times what it is now. At the very least, 100 times. At the very least. Wow. Yun yung difference, no? When people ask, bakit hindi tayo lahat mayaman? Bakit sila mayaman? Kasi yung nakita nila ngayon, hindi mo nakikita eh, di ba? We're looking yep. at the same mouse. But this person is looking at it differently the way you are, di ba? This person is, I can make money out of that. This is gonna grow. Ikaw, ah, yan na yun, ngayon. Di ba? Yeah. Yeah, ay ang mahal. I I don't oh. know what is that. Ni ko naman naintindihan. Uh -huh. Ay takot ako. You know, I'm I'm afraid. That's always the I'm afraid. Listen, yeah. the the problem that stops us from growing, whether it's as people or in our finances, is fear. Fear is what's stopping us from becoming our best version, financially, health wise, everything wise. Get get rid of the fear, and how do you get rid of it? By informing yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm convinced. I'm sure a lot of people are super duper convinced. Sabi ni Arvin, sabi ni Arvin on Facebook. So Bitcoin, Ethereum, Axie, got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, All right. Axie is very expensive right now. I don't know if I'd recommend Axie. Pero, but yeah, he's at least he's listening. Yeah, those are good points that he he brought up. Okay, now for 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 all of us who are convinced and who you know really want to get on it now, where do we start? How do we even begin? So to start, my first recommendation is you open up an account, an account with an exchange, an exchange like OKX. Uh, the reason that I would recommend OKX and uh, full transparency, I do work with them, but I'll mm -hmm. tell you why I like OKX and why I joined them. It's because they are an international exchange that is very liquid and that is very stable. So how stable are they and how big is this company? They do about 5 to $10 billion a day of trade. Okay? They trade 5 to $10 billion a day. Wow. They're that liquid. I uh -huh. trust them because of that fact. If you go with the local 
um, exchanges or, you know, there's, there could be a lot of problems and a lot of technical problems that you don't know about. And that's what's scary. All right. Mm-hmm. Number two, when you're with an exchange like OKX, that's an international exchange. The good thing is it's, um, I'm not sure if I should say this publicly, but it's, <laughs> it's borderless. It, it doesn't reside in any country. It's borderless, meaning your money is in cyberspace and you have full control of it. So I would recommend you register with OKX, get an account. And once you have an account, what you do now is you have to fund that account, meaning kailangan mo maglagay ng pesos and convert it to cryptocurrency. I would recommend that before you buy Bitcoin, you buy muna a stable coin. A stable coin is like the US dollar. There's a crypto version of the US dollar called USDT. So you convert it to USDT. Once you get the USDT, you can use that to buy Bitcoin. The only reason I'm recommending that is because when somebody's selling you a Bitcoin uh, on the P2P market, the peer-to-peer market, um, mahal usually, eh, they charge a premium. Eh. Mm-hmm. But if you buy the USDT, it's exactly the price of a US dollar, 50 pesos or 50, 50 point something to, to one dollar. Ganon ka exacto. So you just buy that and then use that and go on the exchange and then just buy Bitcoin from there. It's that simple. Noted. Okay, we're going to write that down. Again, you know, check out what uh, Chris just said. OKX, right? Something that yep, OKX.com. is OKX.com. If you guys are interested in opening yours, uh, trying out uh, cryptocurrency right now, that's a good way to start. A good place to start, right? Um. Someone's asking over on Facebook. Let's let's entertain a couple more questions uh, before we we close this. Ava is asking thoughts on crypto tab. I have no idea what crypto tab is, so I have no thoughts on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 got it. Um, Brian Lee Lagan is asking, uh, would you give some insights for people on a budget that are looking on investing on cryptocurrency because times are tough nowadays. Yeah. So again, uh, if you're in a budget, you have to ask yourself how much of your budget are you willing to place in cryptocurrency? So one good way to do it is to ask yourself, how much uh, is the money I'm going to put into cryptocurrency or in investing something I don't need for the next five years? So you have to look at it that way, that I I don't need this money for the next five years. That is the one that you put in crypto. But if you're thinking, oh, I might need it tomorrow, next week, or a month, or a year from now, don't put that because you're going to end up pulling it out and you might pull it out at the wrong time. Maybe it, the price isn't going that high. And then you pull it out and malugi ka pa. Just, you have to leave it for at least five years. That's, that's what I'm saying in terms of the magic number. Five years. If you leave it for five years, I guarantee you, you're going to make money in Bitcoin. Five years. Noted. Okay, Brian, you got that. All right. Here is uh, my last couple of questions, but major final for you, Chris. Um, in under a minute. How can you explain and convince newbies such as myself and people who are still scared and unfamiliar with crypto to, to check it out and get in on it? So uh, basically, cryptocurrency is the new internet. It's the, it's the new revolution that's happening right now. You're either going to be a part of it or you're going to get stuck with the monetary system that we have right now. That's, that's really ripping you off at the end of the day. So you just have to ask yourself, do you want your money to grow or do you want your money to devalue? If you want it to devalue, you leave it in pesos. You leave it in the current banking system, the analog system. Before, but, but know that when you do that, 
you're going to be left behind by this new technology because the new technology is happening right now. Whether you're on it or not, it is happening. So you just got to ask yourself, are you going to be a part of it when, you're, when it happens? Or are you going to be looking up when we're already at the moon and making all this money? And you're going to be like, shoot, I wish I did that. I remember Chris talked about it, but I thought kasi baka it was a scam you know, or I wasn't sure what it was and I was afraid. But wala na. We, we, the rocket left and you're <laughs> left back here on Earth. Love that. Gusto ko yun, ah. <laughs> We're looking at you from down here. Talagang ini-include ko yung sarili ko eh. Sige, okay, yeah. I'm not gonna be afraid anymore. I will definitely, definitely check this out. Ay, parang kang, di ba? Parang lahat kami nakikinig na ng, sa Spotify kasi ikaw nagre-rewind ka pa rin nung cassette tape. Di ba? Hindi na ko pensil yung ginagin. Yeah, exactly. Mismo. Nag-TTS ka po, no cassette forever, right? Okay. VHS tape. I don't believe in this Netflix stuff. No, I'm a purist. Yeah, stay a purist. They're trying to control us. Yeah, exactly. Dito ka pa din. Let's go, guys. Okay. Well, Chris, my gosh, I'm so, so grateful for you. I learned so, so much. I will definitely keep coming back to this. I will make my husband listen to this because he's also, siya naman, he's, He's just trying to, you know, play it out. He's invested. Yep. He invested not a lot, but he's just looking how, at how it, you know, how it goes up, yep. how it goes down. We're we're both still familiarizing ourselves with it, but I will definitely make him listen to this. Thank you so much for making time and sharing your knowledge. Uh, I'm so grateful for you. Now, this is my last question to you is something that I ask um, everyone that I have on the show is what are you grateful for um, today wow. in this moment? In this moment, wow! Uh, you, know, I, you know, I I am grateful. It's grabe. It sounds so cliche now because of what I do. I am grateful to cryptocurrency because it gave me a new uh, passion, uh, a new purpose, and um, it, it really saved me during this pandemic. Actually, last year was my best year of my entire life, and I lost businesses last year. And even when I lost two businesses, last year was still my best year ever. So yeah, I'm very grateful for cryptocurrency. Aside from that, I'm grateful uh, to be healthy and to be alive and to have the friends that I have and the family that I have. And this life is honestly an amazing life with all its up and downs. And I'm very grateful for everything I have, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Definitely. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Now, Chris, how can they, if they have, if our, our listeners and our viewers now have some questions, want to clarify some things, can they get in touch with you? How can they get in touch with you? Okay. So the best way to get in touch with me is um, you can reach me on either my Instagram or my uh, Twitter. The handle is I am Chris Stan. So letter I, letter M, then Chris Tan, the, as, as you see it on the screen, how it's typed, okay? So I am Chris Tan. You can add me there and send me a message. You can also look for me on Facebook. Just type um, Coach Chris Tan or, or type Bitcoin Buddy. I think it'll come out. Um, and you can watch my YouTube videos, Bitcoin Buddy. Just type it on YouTube. It'll come out, Bitcoin Buddy. And I talk a lot about different types of cryptocurrencies, about Bitcoin, and all the details are there, much more than what we did today because you can't talk about cryptocurrency in one hour. It's just not enough time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, you want to know more, uh, you can uh, follow me on YouTube at uh, Bitcoin Buddy and um, be able to get more information on cryptocurrency. And I love answering questions and I love helping people get started with crypto. And what I would recommend, by the way, Kara, is yeah. you, if you really want to do this, just put a 1,000 pesos. That's it. Leave it. Leave it for 
for a month. And then one month later, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, oh my God, I should have put 10. You know? Okay. That's, but but because people keep saying, I'm afraid. Okay, then dip your foot in. You're afraid of the water. Put your dip your toes in. You lang. And if you don't like it, pull it out. It's only what a thousand, five hundred pesos, whatever you're comfortable with. If it's five hundred to a thousand, just put something. <laughs> yeah, just to try it. That's what I'm trying to say. Is just try it. The only way you're gonna know is when you try it. I love that. My gosh, Chris, thank you so so much. I will definitely add um your uh, your socials and your information. Um, um add the add the links on uh, Spotify when we upload this. This episode will be uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcast platforms this coming Thursday. So please do give it a listen. I'm sure you guys learned a lot right now on our Facebook Live. But um, a lot of these things we already know, we hear um so a lot of people talking about it, but you need to keep keep getting reminded mm-hmm. by it right and chris i'm so grateful for you thank you so much once again again chris Tan from okx everybody i'll see you guys thank again. you Kara. i appreciate your thank time Thank you so, so much for your time and energy. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Now, this is the part where you share the things, people, moments, whatever it is that you're grateful for today. I would love to hear from you. So please do get in touch with me on Instagram and Facebook at After 30 with Cara Erigel. I would love to see you tag me in your stories if you do post this. And please follow me on Spotify if you haven't yet. And also leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. That would really, really help the podcast. And of course, me a lot. And I truly, truly appreciate you. I am so grateful for you. Don't forget, be grateful. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.